Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Master the NEC, where we talk about the National Electrical Code and all things electrically related. My name is Paul Abernathy, your host, as always. Welcome to the podcast. Well, on today's episode of Master the NEC, we're going to talk about rural areas in Texas. Now, the reason I'm going to be specific to Texas, one, because I'm in Texas, but I want to talk about what happens out in the rural areas of Texas. And we're not talking about municipalities that have some kind of, uh, they maybe they're incorporated or something like that. Like, for example, in my area, I have McKinney, Texas is where I'm at. But you have Frisco, Plano, Allen. Those are incorporated. Those are cities that have good inspection authorities, AHJs. They have building officials. They, they require permitting. And, and you get these inspections. But... Texas is huge, and so you have a lot of what we call rural area. So you take McKinney, Texas, for example. So McKinney, Texas has a is is surrounded by what's called Collin County. Now Collin County, and I'm going to use reference local because you know it's just easier for me to convey it. But all over Texas is the same thing, and it might be the same in your state. Uh, and what we're going to talk about today is the fact that. Um, and I can talk from experience because I actually started a company as well that most people don't know about. Uh, and if you're in Texas, you might. Uh, in 2014, which was called Texas Electrical Inspections. And it's TexasElectricalInspections.com. This is the way it sounds. And um, basically, uh, you know, I'm known for inspections, having head up jurisdictions in multiple states and from the from the municipal level, uh, as well as being a CMI and all this other stuff. And I specialize in electrical. And what I've done since I've been here, I've done quite a few um, privately contracted electrical inspections rurally. And what I've found is that, you know, first of all, in rural counties. Uh, and we'll use Collin County as one. There is no requirement to have electrical inspections. In fact, I don't know of any requirement to even have an electrical permit. Um, usually you get your permits from the county in order to build, but in multiple homes that I've been at, uh, they simply did the septic system and they had no formal inspection process when it came to the building, the HVAC, the electrical, none of it, which was kind of interesting. Uh, so I only focus on the electrical, but you know, obviously there's 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 could be concerns with all these other type of uh, infrastructures out there, the plumbing, the mechanical, and whatever. But I'm an electrical guy, so um, so I started this company, and people hired me uh, privately to come out and um, kind of be the second set of eyes for their electrical installer. And you know, I'm not going to bash other electricians. That's not what I'm about. Uh, everybody's different. Everybody's level of what they consider something to be neat is is the eyes in the beholder. I get it. Some, well, something that's neat to one person might not be as neat to the other person. I get it. Um, but what I found is in rural counties, they tend to want to use the electrical components that they couldn't get away with using in the municipality. So they end up keeping it and using it out in the county. Well, obviously, when I do an inspection, that's not going to happen. Um, so... Speaking just in Texas, uh, what's interesting for people to understand that if you're a licensed electrical contractor uh, and you're a master electrician as you owner of the company, or you're a journeyman that's working for a licensed master who is a, a um, there's a difference 
because uh, you have to have an electrical contracting license in the state of Texas. Um, and it's probably the same everywhere. But at the end of the day, um, if you do an installation and you do it, you're still bound by the minimum safety standard that's adopted by the state itself, even though there's no inspections. So you're potentially still liable for your your installation. Um, And using subpar products or products that you couldn't use in a jurisdiction that might have had authority that says, nope, you're not going to use that, it's damaged or whatnot, and they end up using it out in the rural area where they lack the inspection process. Uh, I know this to be a fact because I have done multiple inspections in the rural counties in Texas. Um, And you know what? At the end of the day, it's all about the owner of that property. They want to make sure that they're getting a safe installation. And it concerns me when I started doing some of these and I saw that we weren't getting safe installations. Um, People were just getting them installed as quick as they could. People weren't caring about some of the the minimum safety standards that were in the National Electrical Code. And, of course, those people that I end up doing a report for, I I, routinely would find 30 and 40 and 50 deficiencies uh, that weren't in accordance with the minimum safety standard. Of course, they have a fit until I tell them I'm going to make one call to TDLR which is the state, it's the Texas Department of Licensing and Regulation, uh, and my good old friends down there, and I'm going to give them a call, and I'm going to say, you know what? Uh, the statute is that you have to install it in accordance with the 2017 National Electrical Code at the time of this podcast, which is uh, July 1st, 2018. And the state has adopted it statewide. And the good thing about Texas is they really don't get into the amendments. They just adopt it. Now, localities can adopt a lesser, uh, but at the end of the day, Uh, If some accident happens and the state has to be involved, they're going to make sure that it was installed in accordance with the the most recently adopted standard. And again, right now it's the 2017 NEC, or National Electrical Code. So I routinely see these installations, and they are just, um, uh, some of them, I'm, I'm telling you, are horrific. And I could never let this go as an electrical contractor in my time. Now, maybe you could say I'm too anal, but I mean, just the installations alone, uh, I'm like, you know, you're encouraging somebody to drive those screws through the sheetrock or gypsum board into those wires because of how you ran them. And it only takes you 10 minutes to fix it, but it's got to be fixed. Uh, there's other aspects of, of, of the installation that they they typically will do incorrectly that will catch. The grounding tends to be the one thing that's not done right. I've actually been on installations where they allowed the homeowner to say they didn't want receptacles to serve the counter because they didn't want to see them. So they let them put the, count, the receptacles that serve the countertop up in the cabinet. And that's not going to work. It's not serving the countertop. Okay. Plus, they're too high above the surface of the countertop. And so we have all these rules in, in 210 uh, that you have to meet uh, in 210.52 and C, which comes to the placement of receptacles on countertops. So at the end of the day, um, there's just so many of these different violations that are there. And you really need to hold people accountable. And so that's what my Texas Electrical Inspections Division does. And most people don't know about that because I don't promote it. I certainly don't promote it online, uh, except for the website, TexasElectricalInspections.com. And uh, and then we do also a lot of pool inspections uh, because that's routinely, there's a lot of pools that get done in the state of Texas, and they are routinely done incorrectly. Um, the echo potential bonding grid is improperly done. The sizing is not right. All the components within five feet aren't done right. And and since pools can be done rurally, and 
very quickly, if they're like a fiberglass fiberglass drop-in, um, sometimes these things get done and it never gets inspected. Uh, and so it's it's a scary thought. It really is. And so that was the mission behind the program, to be able to offer that in Texas. Uh, so um, at the end of the day, the, the concept is this, is you have to have those, ins- those inspections to be done in order to ensure a minimally safe, competent house. Now, again, from the scale to A to F, if you install something in accordance with the NEC, it's a good C, C+. Could you do better? Sure. Do you have to? No. It's a minimum safety standard. Okay? So um, so that's what I routinely see when I'm out in the counties. Now, um, again, if you're an electrician and you go to do work in the county, um, be aware that if you're an electrician, even if you're a master electrician, but you don't have an electrical contractor's license and you go to do the work, uh, maybe condoned as a side job, if you will, um, you're going to get in trouble if it's found out. And if I come out there to do an inspection and I point out these deficiencies uh, and you don't correct them and I make one phone call to the TDLR, uh, you got a lot of problems, especially if you want to retain that license and you want to be able to supply you know, you want to be able to support your family. Um, and, and, I, and I am going to tattle on you. To be honest with you. Uh, I am going to tattle on you because they're, uh, you're putting the risk, the people that own that property, long-term risk. So, you know, we're going to make you do it right. Uh, now, I have the utmost respect for those that do it properly and in right, and it looks good. And I have done those inspections where I walk through and go, you know, gosh, this is nice. They did a good job. And that's what you want to see. Okay? So, anyway... In the rural counties in Texas, um, you are generally don't have inspections. They generally don't pull permits. Uh, you generally see people use equ- electrical equipment that they couldn't use within a municipality, which was an incorporated municipality, because they have an inspection process. Uh, so they tend to keep that. I've actually had one electrician which I went in... Um, turn down an installation and when I say turn it down you got to remember I'm as a consultant I'm doing this inspection um, and I end up having to write this list of deficiencies and then they, they, they either can choose to fix it or not uh, but I advise the client that they need to fix these they say I ain't fixing that then I my letter also states and gives direct contact to who I will contact within TDLR uh, and I will rat you out I will do it like it or not it's going to be safe if you don't agree with something on the NEC, then it's your duty to get it changed. Okay, it's not your duty to pick and choose what you want to enforce. Okay, um, you can be the most knowledgeable, knowledgeable individual in the world, but if you're not doing it based on a minimum safety standard, which is a proven standard, at least from the aspect of how it's published and what the the vetting that goes through, um, then in my mind, you're not doing it right. Okay, um, and so in that point, uh, you're putting people at risk. So. What I advise you to do is install it correctly. Understand the National Electrical Code. I'm not questioning your your hands-on ability, your knowledge, your training, your years that you put in. I'm just saying, you know what? Part of that, this is a puzzle. This is a jigsaw puzzle. And that missing piece is your knowledge of the National Electrical Code to ensure a safe installation. So you need to brush up on that. But I've actually had an electrician tell me when I had a panel that they installed it incorrectly and it was wrong and... I won't go into the details, uh, but it was wrong, and they had to correct it. And they literally told me, that's fine. You know, they weren't going to do it. And I said, that's okay. I'll just make a call to my friends, and, and you'll, you'll have a problem. And, uh, and then they go, um, 
that's fine. I'll replace it. And I'm like, well, I'm, sh- I'm sure you would. Good. You, you came to that good conclusion. But then he said, that's all right. I'll just use it over in another county. They don't care. And I'm like, you know, and that's what happens. They will pull something out, use it somewhere else. And as a homeowner, I would be concerned because I want only new products installed in my property. I don't want anybody used, refurbished, or remanufactured, even though that's permitted in the code. Not when I'm doing a new installation. I Just a personal opinion, I want everything brand new. I'm paying for it. I want it. I don't want you to, to give me something that was off your truck because you did a, a remodel and you saved a breaker. We'll leave that for service call application. I'm A new installation, I want Chris brand new product installed. Okay, And you can agree to disagree. I don't care. I think most owners who are paying a good price to have something done want new product. And, and that's just me. But at the end of the day, you need these watch group type of people like myself that are out there. Okay, uh, and We literally, my tagline, uh, my tagline on my business card for this service is, it's your home. We make the electricians do it right. And that's the quote. It's, it's, it's your home. We make the electricians do it right, okay? And, and that's the concept. So in new construction, we do electrical rough-in inspection, electrical final inspections. We do a lot of pool inspections. That's just the electrical portion only. Uh, we do PV, uh, photovoltaic inspections, to make sure that it was done accurately and, and all the componentry is done right. And we do what's called subcontractor project inspections. In other words, builders will have us come in and do spot check during the construction process on certain componentry. Maybe it's just the service or maybe it's just certain aspects of it. And that just comes in what we do. Uh, And I encourage you to visit our website, uh, which again is texaselectricalinspections.com because we have an area on there that says Texas Law and you should read the Texas Law. And it's amazing that many people do stuff uh, and, and it doesn't have inspections, it doesn't have permitting, and you can do it. And, and I can't believe that the lenders allow it without having some kind of inspection componentry involved in this. Um, and we're not talking home inspection, uh, which is a generalist. We're talking a specialist. And uh, so it's really not a home inspection. It's not one of those type of inspections. We don't do home inspections. Uh, These are specialized applications. We're all master electricians uh, and uh, that type of thing. So anyway, so there you go. So Texas electrical inspections, people are going to say it's a commercial I'm doing today. Yes, it is. Great uh, analysis, Sherlock. Because that's exactly what it is. Uh, if you're interested in it, you live in the rural counties of Texas. We generally serve the areas around McKinney, Texas, but we will go to other parts of Texas. Uh, obviously, it's much more expensive to go to further away than our areas that we generally serve. But we do, if it's a big enough home and you're really concerned about your install and you want to make sure that you're getting the best install you can get and you want to hold people accountable, uh, we will go where necessary to do that for you as a consultant to the installation. Um, So that's what we're doing today. That's a company that also is under the umbrella of Electrical Code Academy Incorporated that many people didn't know about. It's just uh, TexasElectricalInspections.com. So anyway, God bless. Till next time, stay safe. And uh, again, hold your electricians accountable. Make them do it right. It's your home, okay? It's your home. All we do is make the electricians do it right. Till next time, stay safe. God bless. 